Now it's time to talk greyhound racing with George Ferruja. On RSN Sunday Central, talking greyhounds. Just checking that first four at Hillsville, six seven three five five hundred and seventy five dollars and fifty cents. Second event there in twelve from now. Favorite is Unleash Kalinda at a dollar thirty five. George, good morning. Good morning, Brendan. How are you? Very well, thank you. Were tremendous nights racing at the Meadows last night. Yeah, look, it really was. It was a, a great celebration, and it was a privilege to be on on Racing dot com with all the the news and, and what was going on, and obviously RSN was covering it so well. And um, look, there were some upsets, especially if you wore a uh, a reserve rug, <laughs> Brendan. It was your night, that's for sure, including that's the two cockpit guns going to uh, to both uh, reserve runners. Kick off our look at the review of the three big races last night with the Group 1 Hume Cup over 600 metres. Away in racing and Dookie Devil only fair to go. Out fast, Aston Velvet's going to cross and lead. Pocket money, the Queenslander in a threatening place with a lap to go. And then wheel and go, Dookie Devil up to fourth, the outside, and they're clear to on the off. Well back now to Jarek Bales in Minbale and Triumph last. Down the back, Aston Velvet the leader. Pocket money, three lengths away, camping on the speed. And then wheel and go, Dookie Devil, and they're clear to Jarek Bale winding up. Still Aston Velvet with a good lead. Pocket money, the Queenslanders trying to knuckle down as they turn. Aston Velvet swings the leader clear in the Hume Cup. They're not going to catch her. Aston Velvet, a brilliant win by a length and a half beating pocket money every chance. Third wheel and go. Fourth, Jarek Bale. And then Dookie Devils in Minvale on the off back at the end. And Triumph won at the last in from start to finish. 34-28, Aston Velvet all of the way. Aston Velvet sent out a $9.90 chance for Michelle Barley, a George final part of this race, pretty much three strides after box rise. Aston Velvet really flew from the middle. It's hard to win off the yellow in any grade of race, let alone Group 1 racing over off the bend start over the 600, but she flew out. Uh, she went hard to uh, her left, and that really inconvenienced the uh, the four dogs inside her, which uh, set it up nicely for her and gave Pocket Money a nice tag over. Yeah, and I think on the off, wanted to push out a little bit too, Brendan. That, so there was a little bit of uh, trouble on that first corner. And look, you know what it's like over 600. You've just got to get out and go. And interestingly, Aston Velvet and Pocket Money, who lobbed first and second, are the two greyhounds with very, very good 700-metre form. So they weren't going to be caught. And, and Pocket Money um, was a very, very good run because, as I said, you're not going to run down Aston Velvet over 600 metres. There's no doubt there. And congratulations to Michelle Malia. She had a good night. She had a winner earlier in the night. And Aston Velvet pushing up to over 300000 in prize money. Pocket Money was very brave in second. Wheel and Go got third. Jarek Bale had no luck, and he got fourth. I mean, you know, he would have lost no admirers uh, as well. So congratulations to all involved, especially the owner, Ray Border, who it's sort of like a homebred greyhound in a sense. It's out of Aston Cometo, a greyhound he trained, uh, he, he owned out of a, a female of his as well. So he would be extra proud this morning. The Sportsbet Top Gun Stayers was raised number six over the 730 metres. This is where the reserves kicked into gear. Favourite out to $5. They're ready to run. Set. Away, Mapunga Ruby out beautifully, straight out to grab the lead from Untapped, who's going to track her across to second and neck away and running to third, OO range, the Queenslander. They're followed by Fantastic Radley and then first pick, there's a fair way back from Moraine Susie. A break to Zarbell and OO range uh, gets to midfield now, the other Queenslander last days of thunder. So the leader Untapped heads back to the back straight, leading a length and a half to OO range and they're cleared by three Mapunga Ruby. Running on now, Moraine Susie from the back and then Zarbell. 
Darbell, the leader untapped. The Sandown Cup champ led by a length, but here's Moraine Susie. The first reserve swarmed up on the outside turning. Moraine Susie strikes the lead, charged away, and that is a big top gun win. Moraine Susie by three lengths, Mapunga Ruby. A big bold run second, third untapped, and fourth Darbell, the West Australian. And then first pick, Days of Thunder, fantastic Radley. Last in was OO Range, 42 47. Moraine Susie there winning for Brendan Purcell, gaining a start there from box two and taking home the $75,000 first prize. George, that was a phenomenal market for a greyhound race. Very, very rarely will you see $5 the field uh, in uh, in any sort of, of greyhound race, let alone in, in a group one. And, and, and the reason why, Brendan, is that they were lacking confidence in Mapunga Ruby and untapped the two group one performers in the race because... We hadn't seen them on the racetrack for two or three months. So they were going in underdone. As much trialling as they would have had, um, they were going in underdone. And Maureen Susie, if you go back a couple of months, she won the Vic State um, Distance Championship where she defeated Jarek Bale in a very good field. She ran 41.40 out at Sandown. I don't think she had won a race after that. Um, I think Brendan gave her a bit of a freshen up. So there was always a sneaking suspicion she was going to go well. She was actually engaged in the grade five race, which she would have started a, a clear odds on favourite in, in a race earlier. But she was just too good. Once she lobbed that close, she was going to be hard to beat. Take nothing away from Mapunga Ruby. I think Connections would be absolutely stoked with her comeback run. Hadn't raced since May. and, and Sorry, June. Sorry, and has come out and run 42.64. Untapped in a similar boat. I mean, we all know Untapped is just a... She's a flyer. She gets out and goes in her last 100 metres is the query. So for her to run 42.76, I spoke to Dustin Drew. He was absolutely racked as well. But congratulations to Maureen Susie. She was too good for them. And it continues what has been an unbelievable year for Brendan Purcell. Of course, he took out the million-dollar chase with McInerney, and now he wins the stay as top gun. Fantastic effort uh, for all involved, and congratulations uh, to Brendan. Feature event on the card was the uh, Top Gun. The Group 1, 233,250 in the prize pool. Wow, she's fast, was the $2.50 favourite with that dreaded yellow vest on again. It's about to fly in the Top Gun. They're all in, ready to go. Away and racing now, and wow, she's fast, only fair to go. Good speed underneath McInerney, and from the outside, Photo Man's going to cross and lead. Photo Man takes the lead and sprinted away. Led three, McInerney, Vice Grip, and then Amron Boy. They sprint away to Zipping Kyrgios, then French Martini. Well back, Zippy Tesla, and wow, she's fast last, but the emergency rug again. Photo Man, a big leader in the top gun by five over McInerney, Vice Grip running on. Photo Man, he's all out, but he's clear, and Photo Man won the Top Gun, Photo Man by two lengths McInerney, third Vice Grip and fourth Zipping Kyrgios, the King wound up late and then Amron Boy, Zippy Tesla, you wouldn't believe it, back at the end French Martini and wow she's fast, two number nines in the Top Guns, 29.93 Real blowout uh, for punters in the Top Gun last night Photo Man, George, tremendous speed on Box 8, it's so hard to lead from Box 80 in big races and Photo Man was able to clear them with 5.07 to the first split and wow, she's fast, she had that yellow rug on again and it just didn't work out for her. Yeah, look, we, we obviously we had the advantage of seeing the head on and, and look, she just got squeezed up in the middle, she began only fairly and got into um, all sorts of trouble, so again, I mean, we, we know what, uh, wow, she's fast is. she's a greyhound that clearly shows her best when she's in first or second and for most of her career, that's exactly where she's been. So, 
Um, look, again, uh, she pulls up okay. I don't think she would have lost uh, too many admirers. But congratulations to Photo Man. I was actually... Uh, we don't like to see scratchings, Brendan, but I was really happy that he got a run. I thought he's had a tremendous year, Photo Man. He was a bit injury-prone, and he won the Flying Amy Classic in Brisbane. He defeated Amron Boy. It's terrific. He's a, he's a terrific dog, but certainly I was surprised. I've got to put my hand up that he was able to lead from that wide draw. Um, we spoke to Gavin Clifton afterwards, who said he was drawn in the car park. I don't think they went in with an unbelievable amount of confidence, which is hard to do when you're up against those good greyhounds, but... What an effort. The emotions afterwards is what greyhound racing is all about. It was a family It was a family do. They loved it. Um, and congratulations to him. It was a terrific win by Photo Man. McInerney was brave again. He drew box three. He wanted to shift off the track a little bit, but he chased really hard into second. And vice grip, again, this WA greyhound, he's just come here with great form. He began very well, too. He went 5.14. He put himself in the race early, um, and he got third. Zip Imperius, of course, uh, getting fourth. So... Um, well done to Photo Man. Uh, congratulations to all connections, and uh, I'm tipping they will be enjoying their Sunday. The Dream Chasers uh, roll on, George. Next Saturday night, we go to uh, Sandown Park with the uh, the shootout being the feature event. There'll be another prelude there of the uh, the Melbourne Cup, uh, the third prelude of the uh, the Melbourne Cup to be run there on uh, next Saturday night as we head towards the Cup and the Bowl Trees. The uh, the two weeks after on the 26th, heats of those events on the the 19th of November. If we're looking for uh, an all in bet. Heading towards the Melbourne Cup, she's a pearl. Wow, she's fast. Equal favourites at five dollars with Amron Boy at twelve. If you've cast your mind that far ahead of time, George, with such good racing on the horizon, have we been able to come up with one maybe at a price that we can lock onto in the Cup? Yeah, look, a lot of people are a little bit keen on Kelsey Bale after she ran twenty nine fifty six to win that Silver Bullets. Uh, Brendan, look, she can be a little bit hit or miss early, but look, Greyhounds. Look, wow, she's fast. Again, uh, I, I think if she, it'll be interesting to see if they actually nominate for the shootout. I didn't have a chance to talk to Cal because it might just be the confidence run she needs in the smaller field. So leading into the Melbourne Cup, or will he just keep her fresh and, and go for the heats? But, yeah, look, uh, Greyhounds with early speed is what we're looking for. So a Greyhound like Plaintiff, for me, is always on the horizon. I only got beaten yesterday. But he's another one that lost no admirers because he missed the start from box eight. He had to work really hard to get into a position and run third. I think he's uh, he's probably the one that I'll be having a play on. Um, I'm not sure what his odds is, but uh, I'd say he'd be in the leading bunch uh, for his ability. Can't wait for that. Can't wait for the shootout. And as you said, the Melbourne Cup prelude, where we'll see a lot of interstate greyhounds looking to, to stick their nose out to make sure they qualify for the heats the week after. And expecting greyhounds like Mapunga Ruby to improve heading towards the bowl trees? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. As I said, I mean, that, that was a massive run. It, it's the same. It's the old footy analogy. You can train as hard as you like. It, game fitness is, is what gets you to that absolute peak, and she'll, she'll derive a lot from that. Hopefully she's pulled up well, and as I said, untapped in the same boat. Both of them have... We've hardly seen them on the racetrack with the two Group 1 winners, but um, uh, and that, I reckon they'll both go better at Sandown Park as well, especially untapped, because uh, it's a little bit more of a speed track over the 7.15 instead of the 7.30, so they'll be the, some of the leading contenders. And I think we might see Jarek Bale step up over 700 metres as well. And I can tell you there were some earlier winners, including Zohar Bale, which just shows us that this Sale Cup coming up in December, I know we're looking a little bit far ahead, uh, Brendan, but it is going to be an absolute cracker for those middle distance types 
who might not just get 7.30, but 6.50 is absolutely perfect for them. It is going to be an unbelievable series around Christmas time. Yep, Boxing Day, the final there. Dookie Devil, Jarek Bale at this point in time, equal $7 favourites for the sale cut. George, we might just get you to hold on to the line before we take a look at this program of racing at uh, Sandown today. They're at the start for the second at Healesville. A real shorty here. Unleash Kalinda for Jason Thompson, $1.15 fixed, $1.10 the totals. We head back to James. Well, George, I'm glad we kept you on the line there for that one before we got stuck into this Sandown program. Unleash Kalinda, new track record at Healesville, no tailwind as James touched on, 970. If James hasn't seen one come home faster than that, then probably no one has the amount of straight racing he's seen. Well, I think he, he um, sleeps at the Healesville track a couple of nights a week, <laughs> he, he would know He would more, know more than anyone. He loves the straight track and... This is a Greyhound Unleashed Kalinda. He's had the 15 starts, one eight of them, and it, it can record a very fast run, and that is just incredible. I know if you know a, a good, if you got a good young dog and you can break 17, you're, you're happy with it to run 16, 19. Wowie! Yeah, Unleashed Kalinda pays 120 at a dollar four. One without reason, two dollars thirty. Two Mister Dazzling has run in fourth. The Quinella has paid three fifty exact to three ninety. Trifecta fifteen ten. First four sixty eight dollars and ninety cents. Six eight in the double a dollar ninety. Knocks off a greyhound who held the track record previously. George, who, who's no slouch at all in Keppel. Oh, absolutely. Keppel's a star. I mean, he's, he's one of the best short courses in the country, so uh, to break his track record is incredible. Um, so, uh, look, it just it just proves there are dogs that are all shapes and sizes and prefer different types of tracks. So some greyhounds absolutely excel up that straight. Some like a nice little tight track where they can scarper around. So um, variety is the spice of life, as they say, and um, I'll tell you what, he's, uh, he's going places, that dog. Take a look at the quaddy legs at Sandown this afternoon. First leg race number five due to get underway at 2.53. It's a grade five over the 515 metres. Reserves are not required here. Vance Bale for Daniel Gibbons, $1.95. Black Compass, $5.50. Zandra Bale, $5.50. And $9.50 for Tigalong Nibel. Who do we like in the first leg of the quaddy, George? Yeah, one to beat six and four. I've gone number one, Vance Bale. Um, look, he, he hasn't won in a little while, but his last two runs have been impressive. He... Showed good speed at the Meadows last start. He's only had the one start off box one where he's had no luck, but he's got a nice record off inside draws. And it's not a hard race here. He should be able to win off the inside. Of the others, uh, number six, Sigalong Nibel, is the, is the danger. He's got a 29.55 PB here. He's on two out of six, this track and distance. But he's also out of form in the sense that he hasn't won in a little while. Box six doesn't help either because he's not a good beginner. But certainly on class, we can't leave him out. Number four, Zandra Bale is the other one, who's just racing really consistently without a win. Some really nice placings. Having its first start here, it's placed in 13 of 19, so it usually gets the job done. Uh, one to beat six and four in the first league. Second leg of the quaddies, a 4-5 over the 5-15. Scratchings here are 3 and 10. Nine comes into the field. One baby JC, 280. Six Eldorado, 460. Four Quicksmart, 550 with five zipping Orlando and seven power of Buddy, 550, 850. So to success. We've been doing uh, this sand down stuff on a Sunday for a little while, Brendan. This is probably the best field I've, we, we've commentated on. This could be a Melbourne Cup field without acceleration. Melbourne Cup heat field. Without exaggeration, Baby JC has won nine out of fourteen. Is a young star. Soda Success has got a twenty-nine twenty-four PB here. Quick Smart's got a twenty-nine thirteen here. Zipping Orlando won its first eight races and already won eighty thousand dollars in its short career. El Dorado ran down plaintiff 
at the Meadows last start. Power of Buddy is a track record holder at Bendigo and won the Bendigo Cup. I mean, it's, it's, it, really is incredible. My numbers are one, six, five, and four after saying all that. I think Baby JC's drawn perfectly to show some good speed. El Dorado's run last week against Plaintiff was outstanding. And if he can begin as well as he did last week, he's going places this dog. Of the other, Zipping Orlando cannot leave him out. He's a young star. Um, he's uh, missed the place in his last couple, but just watch out with some clear running. And Quick Smart, how can he leave him out? 29-13 PB. Um, if he gets to start right, he's in contention. One to beat 6-5-4 and four in, in one of the best races you'll see on a Sunday. We expect most of them to back up next Saturday night, George. Yeah, and I, I think this is... Because of the calendar, and instead of being the Thursday, I think it's perfect for Greyhounds to have that start, and then, and then you know, um, six days later, after, after a six-day break, they'll go into um, you know Melbourne Cup preludes. So no, we we, we can't wait. And uh, I tell you what, if you, I feel for um, the trainers of, of Zipping Orlando and Zipping Sabrina, um, uh, Minnie and John Finn, because they've come here probably on a Sunday looking to snag a grade five to give their dogs a little bit of confidence and they're up against that type of field. It's incredible. Race number seven to grade five over the five fifteen four and nine come out ten comes into the field blue demon two dollars and thirty federal fernando two dollars and sixty Yamasaki bale four eighty nine dollars tigalong flyer blue demon the favourite federal fernando's getting better at the five hundreds now George with a couple under the belt at the meadows. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a good little race, this too. But I've gone two, eight, and six. I've gone Blue Demon. I think this is his race. A race against the Archie Bale and then placed behind Power of Buddy last start. Um, his run behind that was against Anchor Rope, who's a good greyhound too. He ran 29.42 here, four runs back. Um, should be able to outpace the greyhound on his inside. Not too much speed in the three. I think this is his race, Blue Demon. I've got him on top of the others. As you mentioned, Federal Fernando... Getting better and better. Good win last start in 30.09. He's gone as quick as 29.76 here. And number six, Tigalong Flyer. Another one that can show good speed. Been mixing distances quite well over the 500 and 600 metres. Two to beat 86 in race seven. Finally, the quaddy race number eight is a 4-5 over the 5-9-5. Reserves of the scratchings here. Alpine Butterfly, 180. Marty Bale, 5. $5 Grace and Shock. Cleo's Neo at 7.13. Van Quibble. She doesn't have much luck with box draws, box draws Alpine Butterfly, but if she begins cleanly, she'll just win. Two starts ago, she ran 34-24 at the Meadows, which is quicker than what they ran in last night's Hume Cup, and she ran third behind Dukey Devil, who started favourite in last night's Hume Cup. Form line's outstanding. Should just be winning this race. Of the others, number five, Grace in Shock. A good uh, couple of wins at Sandown in its last few, and number four, Cleo's Neo. She's hot and cold. There's no doubt about it. I think she's run around 29-29 over the 5.15. But, um, again, she'd have to get everything to go her way you know, in a race like this. So uh, I think um, Alpine Butterfly is very hard to beat. Six to beat five and four. Recap of your quaddy numbers, George, and your best bet for the program. Quaddy numbers, one, six and four, first leg. Second leg, one, six, five and four. Third leg, two, eight and six. And we come home with six, five and four. I do like one in the quaddy legs, and I think I think Blue Demon will be winning. Uh, Brendan, race seven, number two. If he runs up to what he did four starts ago at Sandown, where he went five twelve and twenty nine forty two, that'll get the job done, uh, and I think he can do that tonight. So race seven, number two. Thanks, George. Best of luck uh, this afternoon. Talk soon, mate.